1: Whatever your specifics are, we quench the Holy Spirit, we quench His life within us when we choose to let our flesh reign rather than His Spirit. The sad thing is that we can even find scriptures to justify it quite often. But Jesus said that you know a tree by its fruit. So my question to you today, Christian, is what what is the fruit of your life? and does it really taste like Jesus?
0: When we are born again, God's Spirit takes residence inside of us. Through His power, we begin to produce fruit representative of the Lord's power in our lives. However, if we let our flesh rise up too often, it can choke out that good fruit. Pastor Robert admonishes us in today's message to love as Christ loved, lest we stop being good fruit producers. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with part three of today's message in the book of 1 John. His love is the
2: main thing.
1: He says the result of that fellowship with us, with the Father, with, with the Son, it, it's fullness of joy. Why? Why does it produce that? Well, because fellowship with the Father and and with His Son, it, it means a common enjoyment of His life, eternal life. You know, you were not created by God to just walk around planet Earth for 70 or 80 years and nothing more than that. We were created for much more than that. Created by God, not just for an eternal existence but for a quality of life that's eternal. His plans for you began with your birth, but they don't end with your death. You know, we're locked in our human experience. We look at life as being from the cradle to the grave, and that's an illusion. It goes on beyond, far beyond the grave. But neither does eternal life wait until death. Luke 17.21 says, For indeed the kingdom of God is within you. When we become His, His Spirit moves inside us and imparts to us His life. Now. Eternal life, but given to us now. I was thinking about this, you know, the Holy Spirit, the life of God inside us. But the Bible says we can grieve the Holy Spirit. We can hinder His influence, in other words, because He still honors our free will. We don't become robots when we become part of his family. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30 cautions us do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Why do I bring this up? Well, when we are kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving toward one another, it's a clear sign toward the unbelieving world around us. To use John's wording, one of his favorite expressions, it manifests to them who Jesus is. Christianity has a bit of a bad reputation these days. Because people using His name and quoting His Word sometimes don't behave anything like Him. If bitterness and wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking characterize us more than kindness and a lifestyle of forgiveness, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean we're not saved. It can mean that we quench the Holy Spirit, His life inside us. Even the hard sayings of Jesus were and are rooted in such a profound, selfless love. I've been rereading Gail Irwin's book, The Jesus Style, when you consider the fact that, you know, Jesus never, when you read the Gospels, Jesus never backed away from truth. Right? He always Told it like it was. And yet, the prostitutes and the thieves, and it's like everybody was comfortable with him and sought him out. I mean, how, how could that be? Well, it was because he was just childlike with his love. Not an abstract, you know, today we talk about love and it's just all soft and you know, it doesn't speak truth. That's not what we're talking about. But you know the very personal love of the One who wove you together in your mother's womb. The One who created your soul to live inside Himself. The Bible says in Him we live and move and have our being. Like a baby lives inside the womb of the mother. That, that's eternal life now. Living in that... Love. Now, if you're a Christian, this may sting a little bit because none of us can perfectly live out the life that He gives to us, right? We need to be be real about that and ask Him, you know, like, I'll be honest with you, I spent a good bit of time this morning really wrestling with this. I went to bed nice and early, you know. I tried to do that on Saturday night thinking I'll get a good night's sleep. So my eyes popped open at 2.30 and wouldn't go, you know, just wouldn't close again. So I, um, I got up, made coffee, and my morning run was a little earlier than, than usual. Today I had a, had a good bit of time to, to talk to Jesus ab- about the fact that I really don't look very much like Him. I've been following Him f- for like 35 years now, and I still don't look very much like Him. I can't do much better than I've been doing, you know. So I, I, so I was talking to Him about the fact that I, I need some more transformation in here. Please. Because I don't like what I see when I look in the mirror. The mirror of His Word. Whatever your specifics are, we quench the Holy Spirit. We quench His life within us when we choose to let our flesh reign rather than His Spirit. The sad thing is that we can even find Scriptures to justify it quite often. But Jesus said that you know a tree by its fruit. So, my question to you today, Christian, is what, what is the fruit of your life? And does it really taste like Jesus? What would he say? Gary Orwin in, in that book, he, he writes about a friend of his who, the way he words it, he lives in a foreign city where prostitution is legal and it's out in the open. And he, and he said, My friend was convicted that nobody actually loves those girls. Nobody ever talks to him about the things that matter. So he started going to the brothels to meet with the ladies. Now, gentlemen, I don't recommend this. (laughs) But he said, you know, he said, "Of, of course, at first the girls thought it was just him playing head games with himself, and so they would, you know, their their talk was somewhat erotic, and you know, they were trying to test him, but. But then they realized that, no, he, he really did just want to listen to them and share the, the love of God with them. To actually live out, listen to me on this, with no concern for his own reputation. That was the point in the book. He completely obliterated his own Christian reputation for the sake of those people whom God loved, loves. You see what I'm saying? That's what Jesus did. That's exactly what he did. He didn't care what people thought, as soon as that comes out of my mouth, the times that that has been said to, me, I don't care what people think. it's usually a cover for people to be rude, unloving, obnoxious with their Christianity. Jesus it was always love. It was always love. He welcomed people that nobody else would welcome, and he, and he did it in love. Now he didn't compromise on what he told them. Do you understand? He never compromised on the truth that he presented, but he was always welcoming. You know, maybe Christians have hurt you. You're thirsty for Jesus, but you're scared to become like those Christians. I understand that. I've had those kind of experiences myself, and please know that that Jesus grieves over any Christian who causes somebody else to stumble. So if you're not a Christian, but you're here because you want Jesus, please forgive those who misrepresented him to you. And come to the real Jesus, because he's alive. And he just wants you free.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today we are so excited opportunities to air main thing radio are popping up all over the united states we are so thankful to god for what he's doing and we would love to see main thing radio continue to expand sharing the gospel teaching god's word all over the world but of course bringing you main thing radio on this station comes at a cost We purchased time on this radio station, and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open up more doors for Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Now here's Tracy with some more information about the Main Thing Radio podcast.
1: Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button.
0: Thanks, Tracy. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.